This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, man? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome into the first Friday ever for the Bostonian versus the book. Alongside Dave Sherapin, my name is is Matt Peralt. For the next hour, we've got you guys breaking down everything in the sports betting world to be head towards a big football weekend. Dave, we got bowl games on TV right now in the Bahamas. I wouldn't mind being in the Bahamas right now, actually. It's pretty cold in Vegas. (laughs) How are you? Good. It is cold in Vegas. Um, I don't know. I haven't even looked yet at the Bahamas Bowl. This would be one of those games that... You know, you have to get to the book. You do all this preparation. You get there, and there's like three people in there. And two of them want to bet Santa Anita and, and Aqueduct. And the other guy's like, hey, you put the Bahamas Bowl on? Yeah, the line's 10. Hold on one second, and we take the bet. So football Friday, pretty cool. First time Friday for us. Um, Are you okay after Thursday night football? Because Fridays sometimes are good. We look forward to the weekend. But we got to rehash what happened last night. All right. We'll get what well, well, I, I was going to try to pace myself into this because <laughs> I, I just like, let's just let's just go right into it. OK, like here is my problem. Let me let me have the floor for a second because I am furious at this. So I understand that the analytical community believes that Brandon Staley is their new poster child. He's the guy. He's their guy, right? He He's doing it the right way. Yes. He's doing it the way, we're, way you're supposed to do it. No kicking. No more. No more kicking. We're so for there is a book that was written by a woman, a professional poker player named Annie Duke. Her book is called Thinking in Bets. This is a book that was recommended to me by the former head coach for UNLV, TJ Osselberger. This book is about thinking about decisions, not based upon the outcome of that decision, but based upon did you make the right call at the time with the level of information that's in front of you? It starts and it's highlighting the Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl. And it talks about the decision not to hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch, but to throw the ball and let Malcolm Butler step in and intercept the football. Was the call the right decision to throw the football? And he goes back and forth and makes some cases for both. But eventually, if you boil it down, what the book really is about is that you have to understand that you can't judge the decision based on the outcome, but you can still make a stupid decision at the time, regardless of the outcome. If it's positive or negative, you can make a stupid decision and it works for you. Or you can make a stupid decision and it doesn't work for you. You'll be judged based upon the decision that doesn't work for you, but that doesn't change the fact that it was a stupid decision. That may have worked out for you. And at the end of the first half, I am sorry. I am not going to allow anyone to tell me that 17-10 going into the break, knowing you missed on fourth and goal from the one already in the first half, knowing the KC Chiefs offense can move the ball on your defense, knowing Casey's going to get the football back after halftime. It's a one-score game. You're you're up 14-10. Kick the damn field goal. Just kick the field goal, man. 17-10. Look how the game goes. 
It could have changed the entire second half. They may not have had to go into overtime. It could have changed, in my opinion, the strategy for both teams. If he kicks the field goal at the end of the first half, I'm sorry. There are times to be aggressive and then you're just being reckless and stupid. And that decision to kick, to not kick the field goal at the end of the first half was reckless, stupid, and malpractice to a team that had a chance to take over the division in and maybe even win the division for this football team. Other calls, we can get into it, whether you should have gone for it or not. But that decision at the end of half blew my mind, and I still can't get over it. <laughs> you mad. I'm real mad. I'm real mad. I'm real mad. And I'm real mad at the analytical community that everyone's like, you know, it means you don't understand analytics if you're angry about this. Uh, No, I get it, dude. I, 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 I get what you're trying to say to me. I do. But at some point, the idea is to win the football game. You can yeah. look all nice and pretty as like, like you're on the right side. Okay. That's phenomenal. I'm glad oh, that yeah. you're on the right side of analytics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you win the game? <laughs> no. The answer is no. No. Did not win. And that's a good one. I mean, the so it's funny because the analytical community also, I mean, it removes all emotion. You're just strictly, you just do it because, you know, the analytics tell you to do it. The chart tells you to do it. Um, you tried in the opening drive and you didn't make it. Okay. Change the momentum of the game. Yes. Still a lot of time left right before the half. You have all the information. We're up 14, 10. They get the ball to start the second half. Um, Andy Reed and the Kansas city chiefs have scored on the first drive of a game six times out of the 13 games, 14 games. Now that they put, that's pretty good. That scripted drive is his thing. They come down and get points. Um, you get an opportunity to just kick a field goal, 17-10. It's a one-score game. If they score, you're tied. You're not trailing. Changes everything. Just kick the field goal. Okay, they don't. In the analytical community, it was great. I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, this is this is old-time football stomping on all the new analytics. Like, um, are you watching the game? There are times to go for it. There are times when you have to take all that information and go, you know what? If I do this, then there's six decisions or things that come after it that may end up being okay for me. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to, I have a feel like nobody likes to feel. I talk about that all the time, like coaching in sports and, and those guys are on a sideline. I'm not the guy, all these analytical guys, community guys, they're sitting in a book somewhere. They're on Twitter somewhere. They're talking, they're telling them what they should and shouldn't do. I'll tell you this, up seven, he kicks the extra point. The Chargers kicked the extra point. The analytical community would have gone for two to be up nine. Right. So he goes for all those times. Yep. And the lead is buried that when he was up seven, it could have gone for two to make it nine. And now they need two scores, not one. If you make it, if they don't, you're up seven, and they're going to kick the extra point for the tie, or you give them the option. And then that, well, you need to know what you need. Right. There you go. That line. Yeah, I love that yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, you need to line. know what you need. You know what you need to do? You need to win. You need to win. It was – it's it's crazy. And, and, I mean, listen, that game was nuts. I mean, I was on in-game live, and I was – we were talking about – we had Chiefs plus seven and a half at one point, and we had Chargers 
plus seven and a half at one point. I was like, just get over seven. You guys are good. The total went down as low as uh, 44 and a half, I think. Wow. Yeah, because it got a little bit of a slow start, didn't get right. in. You know, oh, no, so, I thought the under, I thought the under was going to hit. I mean, I right. thought I, I was like, man, I was texting you. I'm like, I think this is going to be crazy yeah. when the over, when the over hits and they scored what? 34 points in the fourth quarter and overtime. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's brutal. It's <laughs> a total 54 and a half. That's brutal. It's, it's so hard because like that was, you know, you're like, Oh, I, I, uh, the under should have hit. And I was like, yeah, what are you talking about like it, there were, I wrote this down. I, I got this nugget from NFL network last night. There were 12 plays. From the five-yard line or closer, 12 plays from the five-yard line or closer that did not result in a touchdown. That's the most in a game in 30 years since 1991. Like, how do you have 12 plays inside the five and don't score? Both teams. I mean, it was ridiculous. And then Andy Reid got caught up in it too, went for it, didn't get it. What? I don't even know. I mean, what is your takeaway from that? Are the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? We punching their ticket? No. Chiefs defense is fraudulent, like I thought. <laughs> like it's, they had a lot of guys out. Don't forget. They had they had they a couple they guys. Had two. They had two. They had, they had, they had two guys. guys. Okay, but they had two. They, they had a pass rusher and a, and a DB. And okay. a DB, yeah. Okay. Okay. So with so the Rams had what? Like, like, come on. Like it 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 happens. Guys being out, that's just football, having guys out. It wasn't that it didn't mean that they're going to lose the entire, you know, give up the plays they gave up, the points they gave up. It wouldn't have changed much. It may have changed a couple of plays here or there, but it wouldn't have changed much. They should have scored so many more points than they did. And that game shouldn't have gone to overtime. And uh, look, I'm all for being aggressive, but I'm also, I'm also for reading the room and reading what's going on on fourth down. Like, are you getting right. it? Like, are, are you getting it? Like looking around, like, are you actually successful in these fourth down plays? Do you have a fourth down play that is going to be successful? And well, they didn't in the first drive went for it on fourth down. Unfortunately, Donald Parham gets hurt really horrifically and very scarily uh, hitting, hitting back. Of his have head. you heard anything about him? By the way, I that not. was, I have not heard a thing. Awful. And that was terrible. Yeah. And I had a prop bet on him and everything. I was just like, Oh man, that's just such a bad situation. Cause he should have, Oh, I mean, it just came up right now. I got it on diagnosed with a concussion expected definitely. to be discharged from hospital later today. Okay, but it's a pretty severe Ooh. concussion. I would guess I he's going to miss miss some time. But that, yeah. that was one of those like freeze when the frame. Arms like, go yes. freeze. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That was yeah. that was scary. And then so you miss it there. And then at the end of the half, you you have to understand where the game is going. Like forget the analytics. Just look at your team. Look at what's happening. And who gets to benefit more? You score, you go up 17-10, you're feeling good about your guys, you're going in there, you know you got the Chiefs coming back out of the half, you know that their offense is really potent, so you go up by one score, you're up by seven, and you know, okay, guys, even if we give up a touchdown, we're still getting the ball back and we're going to be tied. Like, you go and you miss it, and you're like, oh, but wait, I could be up by 11 points. Yeah, but the downside of that is the Chiefs go into the locker room fired up, and they're like, we got, guys, we're good, man, we got this, we're rolling, we, we feel that was the biggest that the the risk reward situation screw the analytics the risk reward is not in my opinion is not in that moment at the end of the first half was the stupidest decision and i'm sorry i'm not listening to anybody tell me the analytics at the end of the first half <laughs> that that play was the the right play to go for it on fourth down that's what i think no one takes into account is the risk reward 
like in these situations. It's not just blindly follow this or blindly do this. Weigh the risk reward and then make a decision and live with it. Now, he's the best at living with it. He goes in yeah. front of these cameras every week and says, we're going for it. We're this, yeah. we're that. I mean, he's got the backing of, of ownership and everything. You can see Look, it. He said after the game, that's the way we're going to play around here. Okay, so he's owning it and he's saying this is what I'm going to do. The problem is he looks almost identical, but he's very similar to all the other Charger coaches who have come before him who can't make the right call. Yeah, can't make the right call. Like you just can't like I mean, if it works, you're a genius. Okay, I I get it. And I wouldn't be sitting on here. I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe the guy did that. I would have disagreed with the call in real time. I disagreed with the call. It's like, what are you doing? Right. I, I go look at my Twitter feed. Like, right. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Kick this now. Like, this is stupid. Even if you make it. And I was on money line and plus three. Like, this is not the right thing to do in this moment. This is not the right call. Just kick the field goal. Take the seven, you know, take the seven point lead into break and then get your defense ready because we know the Chiefs are going to be able to score on you. And it's just, you know, the whole thing is just <laughs> it's, it's just so bad. The whole I mean, it's only down a unit for me. So it's I, I right. had a half a unit yep. on both. I didn't bet right. two units on the game or I'd be even more angry. So <laughs> like being down one unit is not the big of a deal. It's not the money that I lost. It's just the frustration looking at the fact that they had a chance to win that game outright. And look, we have to don't you agree? We have to address the NFL overtime rules like we've got to find a way it's benefited the Patriots. The Patriots won a Super Bowl by right. doing this, get the overtime, get the ball. Don't give it back. It's just, it's wrong. Okay. Let's just be frank. It's wrong that one team can take the football, go down the field, score and the game's over. It's just not right. Is it? No, it's not right. It's just not right. Both teams deserve a chance to have the football. Both teams have, you have to give both offenses a chance. A game can't be decided on a coin flip. The Chargers defense was so tired. They were gassed. They had nothing left. I mean, that touchdown reception. Couldn't stop them? Couldn't stop anybody. No, couldn't stop anybody. They were exhausted. And so were the Chiefs. Chiefs were exhausted too. I mean, I think both teams would have scored touchdowns. No matter who won that coin flip, that game was being decided based upon the coin flip. And I don't like that. Well, then avoid overtime. Win the game in regulation. I mean, fine, but you in what sport do we allow one sided decision making in overtime? Like, oh, it's, it's, do we, I mean, do we do we allow in, in, in baseball? We go to extra innings, one team bats and that's it. You hit a home run. The game's over. You score a run. The game's over. No, both teams get a chance just, to bat. What if we just play 10 minutes? Just play 10 minutes, like a, a whole nother quarter, but play 10 minutes instead of 15. I like that. Play yeah. it out. Fine. And like, it, it, if fine. you score, you yeah, got to yeah. keep playing. And you grind like you it got, out. I'm okay with that. Just, sure. Right. Like just play 10 minutes. Like Why does it have to be sudden death? Like, soccer does. Cause soccer does that. And I'm cool with that. Sure. Yeah, just play it out. And at least it doesn't happen enough that I think you have to stop the game on, on a, on a score. Happened and, during the Super Bowl, though. I mean, this has been a championship has been decided based upon this rule. Yeah. It benefited, it benefited my team, but I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, I, I think both teams should have a chance to possess the football regardless of what the other team does. If I go down and score a touchdown, great. I get a chance to go and match you to score a touchdown. And the fact that I have to sit there and watch you do it. And then like my, my star player is my quarterback and he just sits there and just kind of goes, Oh, okay. Uh, All right. There you go. Game over. Great. I I don't do it. I was doing great. Now I can't even touch the ball. All right. That's great. (laughs) Like that sucks. Like that's, uh, that's just, it does. It sucks. That's a, it's a bad rule. It's a bad rule. And the NFL needs to address it in some form or fashion. I know they're trying to think about player safety and whatnot, but I'm just, I'm not buying this whole player safety nonsense. Like it's just, it's not player safety. No, 
don't know what it's it is. Then what, what is it then? If it's not player safety, what is the point of having it this, this way? It doesn't happen often enough for them to seriously think about it. Now, with the gambling involved and everybody's eyes on it and stuff, I mean, like, it needs to be addressed. Like, I mean, just play it out is the best solution. You just, just play it out. Ten minutes, you know, shorten the quarter for player safety. But give both teams a shot to just match it like and then if it ends in a tie it ends in a tie like, right you know and it, i mean but you're right the, the other team should have a shot but you the answer is oh well then just prevent overtime i mean like hear that all the time um i don't know they're not going to change it anytime soon i think they got to worry about the uh interference call and figure that out at some point how many times you see this like flag is now used as a form of offense True. Throw it up, throw the back shoulder, and stop and let the DB run into you because he doesn't turn. Referee's forced to throw a flag. There was a couple plays yesterday I like. It feels like, and I used to say this in the risk room all the time, like the, the officials are letting them play more. Like you're starting to see a little more like in certain games, more grabbing, more, more, more hand fighting. I'm okay with that. Like just be consistent. It's when plays or you know games are ended up decided by that call that it's annoying. I think so at some point they got to go. If you're talking about NFL changing rules, if they go to the college rule on the on the interference, it's 15 yards. But then they're gonna grab and yank them down like crazy. It's fine. It's only, it's only 15 yards. They're gonna be tackling these guys and like it'll be brutal. Like I I, I hear you, but if you go to the college rule, PI is gonna be thrown like crazy. Like the way yeah. I look at every play. It's like 15 yards. I mean, there's no, the reason why it's such a big penalty is because of the yardage that you give up by, right. by grabbing. So you have to be very careful. But I mean, look, you're right about the point letting them play because I thought that, I think it was Mike Williams at the end of regulation got, <laughs> got, yeah. pulled, got pulled and pulled down. And I was like, where's the flag? Yeah, and there was, no there was no flag. And I was no like, flag. okay. And then I thought there was a late hit on Mahomes in overtime that wasn't called. I was like, okay, interesting. That should have probably been late. Oh, when he went out of bounds? Yeah. When he went out of bounds, it looked like he took a shot late or got pushed really hard or whatever that was. So I was like, wow, there's no flag. I was like, here comes the flag. I was like, great. And it didn't come. I was like, okay, interesting. And then the Kelsey touchdown happened. So, yeah. So, I mean, I went two and two on prop bets yesterday, uh, oh, and two on the the game. But uh, that takes us, Dave, to Friday or to, to Saturday and Sunday. And, okay, we have to ask this question. So as we were talking, Sean Payton has now tested positive for COVID. I believe that's the second time Sean Payton's had COVID. He had he was the first, if my memory serves me correctly, Sean Payton was the right. first NFL person to come down with COVID. Yep. And and now Sean Payton has tested positive for a second time for COVID. So he is out. DC Dennis Allen is going to take over the head coaching duties uh, this week. We've got 25 Ram players. We've got 20 Browns players. We have over a hundred players in the NFL currently with COVID. We have over 50 players in the NHL currently with COVID. And we have about 40 or 50 in that range in the NBA currently with COVID. If you're the NFL and you claim these teams were going to have to forfeit games, right? That game teams can't play. If they cannot play, there's an outbreak. They're going to forfeit games. How are we allowing Washington and the Rams and Saturday with the with the Browns, how are we playing these games? I don't know. 
it seems right? I mean, like, there's no answer. I, I can't give you an answer. I mean, this would be the week to not play the games or just let's move them, you know, to Tuesday right now. Right. Or Saturday's games. Guys, to, yeah, Saturday's games to Tuesday. Yeah, because there's they, they're changing the protocol. They're, cha- right. they're changing the protocol to just try for to get this guys week, back. Though, just right. for this week. For one week they're changing it. That seems a little uh, questionable, right? I mean, like, oh, let's change the protocol and see if we can. So we don't want to stop the games. We don't want to move the games, cancel the games. They, they've made it pretty clear they're going to do everything in their power to not cancel, cancel a game. Like, they don't even want to move the time. They're still running the promos. Like, I keep on watching, and I'm like, as long as those uh, promos are being run, and they had, and the NFL hasn't said, hey, let's pull the promo out, as long as that's continuing, then, yeah, they're going to play this. They're playing tomorrow. Uh, both games are going off tomorrow. It, but, like, is the integrity of the game, like we talked about back in the day when this PASPA passed, and, the, and they tried to hustle everybody with these integrity fees. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they're, they're talking about playing these games. Someone named... Garrett Gilbert signed today. Not Gilbert Grape. Garrett <laughs> Gilbert. Patriots signed. practice squad. Okay. Uh, you knew at least because he's on a Patriots practice squad. I don't yep. know who he was. I'd be sitting in the risk room like, who is Garrett Gilbert? Is going to be the starting quarterback of the Washington football team on Sunday. He I just told signed. You- Remember, I, t- I told you on Tuesday, I said, if Baker Mayfield, he's positive for COVID, there's a good chance that Case Keenum's got it because he's in the quarterback right. room and Case Keenum's out. I told you, I was yeah. like, watch, I was like, watch Case Keenum be out of this game and he's out of this game. So they've got a, they, they've got uh, Nate Mullins who, or Nick Mullins, sorry, yeah. who just signed, who was with the team last year, but Nick Mullins is now the starting quarterback for Washington. Right. And so there is so, no integrity. No, the, the, this game but, is not, this week is going to be the most ridiculous betting week in the history of betting. And these games have meaning in the overall playoff picture it's so hard to believe that like cleveland was a six-point favorite 48 hours ago (laughs) they're a three and a half point dog now four in some spots i think it's reached its peak like people at at this point what, what i like to call the bad guys they're betting cleveland at four like give me the points like i maybe don't we'll hand it to chubb We'll play a close game and, and we lose 13 to 10, you know, 16 to 13. Maybe we lose a three-point game. This is the peak. But like, what do you do in Washington? Like that line was Philadelphia minus five, I believe, was the number. Um, four and a half. Four yeah. and a half was the open. No, it's 12 and a half. It's 12. <laughs> it's 12. Like, so you know, we talk about it from the from the betting angle. That's kind of you know we we work this real life stuff into like how does it affect numbers and stuff. Nobody knows. Like now, what do you do? Like if you're making a bet on an NFL game that's not on Thursday, the game's on Thursday. You can bet it on Thursday or Wednesday night. Like you're betting the night before. Okay, you at least have most of the information. Used to take bets on Thursday, Friday, and stuff for the weekend. You're crazy, man. Like we're yeah. you, you got to put in contest plays. We you, the deadline for the circus three o'clock on Saturday. You shouldn't be putting those in until two fifty eight. I agree, and I won't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm with you, and I won't. I, I'll be waiting all the way until the end oh. before before I put them in because it, it is. I'm with you. It's absolutely crazy. By the way, yesterday I made mention that we were going to read more. Uh, 
of the Twitter mentions or yeah, sorry, yeah. Of, of the, of the, of the YouTube mentions yeah. for whatever reason today it exploded. So it took five days and now we have like 15 different things that, we, I, that people want to want, want me to ask you. Oh, sweet. Um, Let's go. So first Carl says you're a baby because it's cold in Vegas. So he said, please. I am. I am. He's right. <laughs> I'm, it's terrible. I, I am too. Uh, Jordan says, why would you go for it on fourth and goal from the five on the first drive of the game? That was stupid talking about the chargers. And I don't, I'm actually okay with that. I mean, it's early in the game. You're pushing, you're trying to establish something and to go up against the chiefs. I I, I get the idea of like, you're not going to beat the chiefs kicking field goals. So I, I understand the logic of going for it in the first quarter on the first drive. Were you upset with that call? I was no, no, because I mean, he just said that's the way we're going to play football here. Like that, at least, is staying on theme in character. And do you think if they weren't playing the Chiefs, if they were playing someone else, they wouldn't have done that? Like, I think they believe this is the way we have to play. We're going to score touchdowns, not field goals. If we do it five times, we get it more than we don't, we're winning. So I like you because the chiefs, the way they play and the way they score, they can dictate what you do. We've seen this in years past. Like when they're playing the Ravens, John Harbaugh gets out of character and does certain things. You go for it on fourth down earlier in the game. I'm okay with the call, especially early. There's a lot more time. The halftime call in the second half. That's when I really start to question. Brutal. Just the whole thing. Just <laughs> still bad. Oh, I'm going to be mad for a really. Uh, you broke uh, out the good stuff yesterday. Yeah, you I sent I was, me that picture yeah. to Scotch. I was like, what are you doing? Mad. I, was, I had a drink. I, I, I was drinking during the, I did the daily juice on the juice. So <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was, I was not a, a happy camper yesterday. I don't like that. Scotch at all. You showed me that picture. I was like, man, do you like Scotch? Like, you like whiskey though, right? Not really. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, okay. I, mean, I well, do, but you got to teach me what the good stuff is. Like, I like okay. Crown Royal. I mean, that's that's okay. Yeah, it's, that's it's, the only it's, one it's that I kind of like. I I'm I'm more into the small batch stuff, and 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 more into like the the. I'll, I'll have you try a couple. I'll I'll make you an Elijah Craig old fashioned, and it might change your life. So we'll, really, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll have we'll, we'll have it. That that may be your go to drink from from here on out. If, oh if wow. I make it. If I make it properly, you may. Holy it's, cow. It's, a, it's, it's a very, very good drink. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's go to Saturday. Colts minus two and a half against the Patriots here at home. <laughs> I'm going to let you go ahead. I'm wearing the Patriots hat. So you kind of know where I'm going here, but I'm yeah. going to let you go ahead and explain what side should or would, or are you going to be on for this game? Oh, I mean, it's a blind play for me. It's the Colts and I love the Patriots. I I, I got another stat here. So for why you. is it a blind? Why is it a blind bet for you? Because, okay. Just so, the pros are on it? Yeah. This is a number. That, how is this number two, two or two and a half? How are the Colts favorite? Like, seriously. Okay. So you're taking the Patriots. So you're taking the Patriots. No. Taking the how, how are the Colts favored? The Colts are favored because they can do they can match wits with the Patriots in a low scoring game and they're at home. So they're at home minus three. Give them the points at home. Both that's, New why, England, that, that's why they're favored. In, both New England and Indy started two and four this season. All right. Yeah, Since yeah. the two and four starts, the Patriots are seven and oh, a league best seven and oh, obviously haven't lost. The Colts are five and two, which is the third best record in okay. the NFL. Okay. Um, perception. This would be one of those ones that sit in a book all week, especially day of game. And people come up and go, 
Oh, Patriots are underdogs? How are the Patriots underdogs? They're number one seed in the AFC. Give me them on the money line. Give me them all plus the points. Give me more money lines. Obviously, this is a teaser special. The, the Patriots on a teaser. I mean, just punch the ticket. And so it doesn't matter. It's That's a winner. That cannot lose. Yes, it can, but I'm on it. But no, yes. no, no, I cannot. <laughs> I'm on it. It, yes. it cannot. Lose. This is this is one of those ones you write the teasers in, and ninety eight percent of them have the Patriots in, like ninety eight percent. They're in every single teaser that you write in the book this week. They pair them with whoever, and I sit in the book and go, "All right." So when I was younger, and I would be like, "Why are the Colts favored?" I know why the Colts are favored because everyone with either limit plays or what, again, I call the bad guys, are going to play the Colts. So you can't give them any – you can't make them dogs. You can't even make them pick. All right, this thing – anywhere this thing opened one and a half, immediately got bet up. Now, they're not always right. They're not. But I'm on their side this this week. This is the last game that I said it yesterday with the Chiefs. If they lose, it's the last game they lose this season. Ooh. Colts Patriots Patriots. This is the last game. The Patriots lose if they lo- I disagree with that. I still think the bills, if the weather is right, the bills can beat the Patriots in Foxborough. You think so? hundred percent, hundred percent. The weather's right. hundred percent. No, no debate in my mind. The bills can beat the Patriots in Foxborough. If the weather's right, if it's windy, cold, snow, nasty rain. No, but if the weather is 45 and sunny, look out. Bills will hang 30 on the Patriots. The the Patriots got the Bills at home, Jacksonville at home, at yep. Miami. They, yep. they, can lose, they can lose to Miami on the road, 100%. Well, maybe, and especially seen if I've seen if it way too many times in my life. I've seen it way too many if times. If their spot is clinched, too. <laughs> Yep. You know, they they may mail it in. So that yep. that one will we'll keep that one in our back pocket because the last week of the NFL season, now it's an extra week, but it's crazy. It's usually a crazy week. So Look, all right, here, I'll give here, you that. You think the Patriots are gonna lose this game tomorrow? Do I think they're no, no, I don't I don't think they're gonna lose this game tomorrow, but I can give you a case beyond this the bad guys and the pros being on it. I think the pros are making a mistake. I think the mistake that they're looking at is that they see that the Colts can be physical with the Patriots in the same way the Patriots have been physical with everybody else. But the problem that I've got is Carson Wentz. You're gonna ask Carson Wentz, and my my fade on this is a yeah. fade on Carson uh, is a fade on Carson Wentz. Yeah. So you've got a guy who has the incredible likelihood of throwing big picks and the Patriots are going to dupe him and they're going to bait him into making mistakes. They're going to try to take away Jonathan Taylor, but I actually don't think the Patriots will do that as much as people think. I think what they're going to do is play typical Ben don't break Patriot defense. Give them all the yards. Jonathan Taylor, go, go crazy 20 to 20, do whatever you need to do. And then when we get to the red zone, we're clamping down and then we're going to try to bait Wentz into making mistakes, try to strip sack, try to do everything to get footballs, turn the football over and stop the Colts. But to be honest with you, the under in this game looks extremely appealing to me and I hate betting totals, but I think both teams are going to run the ball. Both teams are going to bleed the clock. And I just think that this idea that the Colts are going to take away the running attack and that Mac Jones can't beat them is really short-sighted. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a recipe for disaster. Like that's what what they're going to do. They're going to, they're going to stack the line and all week long, every beat writer, everything you're reading, all the, all the Colts people, they're all saying the same thing. They're going to stack the line. They're going to make this a Mac Jones game. And if Mac Jones beats the Colts, so be it. And I just think that's a dare that I would not make. That's That's all I'm saying. I, I wouldn't make that dare either. Listen, I don't know what Belichick did 
said, read, whatever. He went into Buffalo, who apparently has a good run defense, and ran the ball every single play except three. Mm -hmm. If he says they're worried about not being able to run against Indy, like, no. They're going to do – the best thing about Belichick for years now is that he does what he wants to do. Like, they're – their game plan is not dictated so much by the other team. They do, but they have a plan and they can change and they can, you know, they ran the ball every play except three the last time. What, how's Indy preparing this week? Uh, well, we're, we're looking at pass film. We're, what, what are you doing? Watch them come out in five wide. Well, that's the thing. Remember, the Patriots are off a bye. This is the right. thing that people are are you're, you're putting this. Everyone's kind of like forgetting this point. The Patriots are coming off of a bye this week, and you know they're going to put in different plays. You know Belichick's going to have a totally different game plan than what we oh. think he's going to do. It's going to be totally opposite. We think and, he's going to do X. He's going to do Y. We're going to be like, where did this come from? Where did this, yep. you know, 2007 Patriots wide open sling it and gun it offense? But it could happen. I mean, There's no <laughs> doubt. They could come out and just absolutely after throwing the ball three times against the Bills, watch them throw the ball 40 times against the Colts. Right. And, and I mean, the, the Colts give up 230 yards per game through the air. That's 12th best in the NFL. So it's not they, they got a good pass defense, right. 6.7 yards per pass play. That's middle of the pack, 17th average, right. best. It's average. Yep. The rush defense is not great. Okay. It's 4.5 yards per rush. That's 25th in the NFL. 111 yards per game given up on the ground. That's 16th in the NFL. So you can run on Indy, but everyone says they're going to take away the run by stacking the line and making this a Mac Jones game. Yeah, okay. well, I mean, okay. I've said it for years now, too. Um, a lot of times the beat writers, a lot of these teams, I always like to ask them who they like because <laughs> they're too close. Yeah. They're too close to the thing. And that's how I am about Creighton and Nova tonight. I'm the same way. I've asked everybody what about Creighton? Because I think Nova should kill Creighton tonight. Right. And like, I can't bet it because I'm like, man, Creighton's at home. They're six and a half point dogs at home. It's like, man, I've seen this story before where this 17,000 fan base gets rocking for Villanova and a, and a, a team like this, a nationally is this, ranked. Is this a big Friday night there? Huge. Is yeah. This a huge, a, a, a huge. Nova Circle. game. This gets circled on the schedule. This gets looking at for you know, oh, weeks really? on end. Yeah, oh. this is this is sold out. This is everyone's got their dinner plans before the game. <laughs> and then you go to the game. It's all in, in the old market in downtown Omaha. All the restaurants are jammed. And then everyone goes to the game and they're all half in the bag when they get there and they keep on drinking during the game. Right. They're at, they're at full throat by like five minutes in screaming and yelling. And the team just plays out of their mind. And 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 I've just I, I've seen it. They may lose it close, but like the Arizona State game was a sleepy atmosphere. ASU won by one. Jay's missed a shot at the buzzer. But that that's to, that's how I feel. I'm too close to, to I can't make the play on the game tonight. Are the Jays live? Is that what you're, are you are they live to win the game? I think Nova should kill them. Like I think on paper, right. Villanova right. should annihilate Creighton tonight. Right. But I've seen it before where they get they're undermanned and they should get killed and they win the game outright. Does anybody kill anybody in the New England Colts game? Like what? If you listen to Rob Nikovich, Rob Nikovich says Patriots win 30 to three. Sorry, 30, 30 to 13. Wow. Blowout. Yeah. He thinks the Patriots are going to kill him, which I, I don't really agree with personally that they're going to kill him, but I can see it coming out of a bye week. I can a hundred percent see it. And I think there's so many people who are underestimating this 
the opportunity the Patriots have to get healthy, to look at game film and to make Carson Wentz make mistakes. See, when you Car- say it like that out loud and I'm going, yeah, oh, I, I, it's Carson I Wentz, to, by I the way, just, just, just you know, Carson Wentz throws an interception one point, uh, 1.4% 1. of the time. It's fourth. It's fourth in the NFL. Okay. Patriots pick the ball off 4.4% of the time. That's first in the NFL. <laughs> so you so, have a guy who throws picks. Carson Wentz and, will, will throw an interception, yes or no? Just bet the yes. A hundred percent, but it's going to be juiced to high hell. I mean, I don't think it be, will. Oh, it, that, it, that would be minus one thirty, minus one forty, easy. You're laying some serious. With that? That's minus one thirty, one forty is a gift. If that's the juice, that's nothing. Yeah, big juice. Uh, on, on pro, I, I don't. I don't like prop bets. I don't like betting juice on prop bets. They're too like we saw with Donald Parnham. It's like it's like one play. They're done. Like things can happen. Wentz gets hurt. Like there's all sorts of wacko things that can happen. But I mean, the, the, to, to me, the real question is whether or not the Patriots decide to take away Jonathan Taylor or not. And I actually don't think that they're going to do that. I think they're going to let Taylor get his yards. They're just not going to let Taylor get the big chunk play, and they're not going to let Taylor get in the red zone to score. Carson Wentz right now to throw an interception. Yes, no. Yes is minus 110. No Whoa. is minus 120 on Fandle right now. Oh, yeah. okay. That's a hit. So, Bet that. Yeah. 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 Wentz so. to throw a pick. Bet that. 100%. I'll be on that. But that will be a prop bet. 100%. Right. Bet yes. I'll bet that for for tomorrow. Absolutely. I'll, I'll be on that. So. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll have more on this game coming up here in, in, in just one second. We kind of touched on this a little bit already, Dave, but what what do you do with the second game? What do you do with Raiders and the Browns here from a six and a half? Well, Time-wise, this is the first game. This is the right. first Yes, game. but this is the more difficult game, though. This is the game. This is impossible. Like, like <laughs> this is so – what do you do? Um, I think the first you thing – like, <laughs> You watch it. Just watch it. You have to – right. You have to uh, – does the weather – play a factor into your handicap with this. If 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 we turn on this game and it's that nasty, wet, crappy field precipitation, maybe rain turning into snow. Does We're that hundred percent chance of rain, 42 degree temperatures at kickoff. Yeah. So that's one of those games that like listen, we're Vegas guys now. We've been here long enough to say that we're Vegas guys. <laughs> But the thought of going to watch that game, let alone play that game, I, I just got the chills. I was like, oh, 42 and wet. That that feels like 20. You know, you can't get dry. Um, By the way, know. just sorry to interject. Uh, Carl just said Damian Harris was just officially ruled out for tomorrow night, which I'm fine with. I don't care about that. Patriots have enough backs. Ramondre Stevenson's a beast. Brandon Bolden's been nice. I'm cool. I mean, I like Harris a lot, but but – him oh, being ruled out is not horrible. Just trying to think about doing props. Like you like oh. just you had all the props ready for Harris. Like I'm I'm yeah, yeah, he's out. Like doing the props in the book has to be a nightmare. Oh my boys, if you're listening to the show and stuff like oh, I'm sorry. You for him? You yeah, for him? I am. I feel a little I feel the pain. Um what do you do with this game? You watch I don't this know. Game. You just I think watch it. Just, you just think, watch it. Uh, I have an over six game, and a half right? bet. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm going is praying for the Raiders to win. That's all I'm doing. I'm going in. I'm just get me my cash, my over six and a half ticket, win the game because I need this win. This are the Broncos. This is my bet. I need it. So I'm just going to hope and pray Raiders by three. And that's it. <laughs> With your season bet, you know, you can right now bet the Browns money line. And, you know, if the Browns win, you have another week the hedge if the browns lose you win your season bet 
Oh, I like that so idea. Okay, I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like that. yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Is, yep. Because when you look at the schedule, there's not, there's not going to be too many other opportunities to get plus money. So you yeah, got like you got a pregame opportunity to take plus money to to you know hedge your you're hedging your bet essentially. And like you said, it's this game or which game or the Broncos game here in Vegas in two weeks. Ooh. Broncos may be still playing for something. Probably. Raiders are technically still playing for something, too. I mean, the Raiders aren't out of it. If they win this, they've got seven wins, right? They're not they're, they're not horrible. They're, they're not way out of it. Right. At seven, if they have seven wins, they're still technically, let's see. Um, oh, they're still right in the hunt. They're, they're, yeah, they're right I on mean, the graphic. Yeah, no, no, no. They're, they're not they're going right outside. Six and seven. Pittsburgh, six, six and one. Denver's yeah. seven and six. Cincy, seven and six. Browns are seven and six. Buffalo, seven and six. Indy, seven and six. So yeah. they win this and they go to, you know, they go to seven and seven. They're alive. Yep. They're in, they're in the conversation. They're, yeah. Right, they're 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 on the graphic. We used to, I used to say that all the time. You know, these are the division winners. The, these are the the wild cards, and then the in the hunt. And the in the hunt this year in the NFL, both at AFC and NFC, it's long. The list is long. There's three teams that aren't in the hunt because of the mediocrity and the close records between six and seven, seven and six. You're all right there. What do you do with this game, Washington? Without either starting quarterback, Nick Mullins starter, they're catching 12 and a half points. I mean, what's what's a bigger overreaction that the Eagles are nearly a two touchdown favorite or that the Raiders are now laying three and a half, four and a half to the Browns? Oh, man. Um, this, this, feels like a, this feels like a crazy overreaction to me. This, it really this, does. Right. This this one does to me. But when you just sign a guy Friday, the game's in 48 hours. They just signed him this morning. Hey, bring him in. Like, hey, man, have you been taking any reps on the practice squad of the Patriots? Uh, no. Like Mikey McCorkle, like Carl likes to say on, on our show, he calls him Mikey McCorkle because that's his name, Mac Jones. He's getting all the reps. No, I just been kind of like, I've been sitting in the meetings and stuff, but like, I ain't really thrown much. Okay, you're starting. Oh, practice squad guys, they come on. They get reps. They work. They throw in the side. Not, they don't get not no in reps. their system, though. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. Like, not you know, system. yeah, there's no they show up and they they run. A lot of times they run the dummy offense for the other, you know, for the number one defense. They run right. the other team's plays. That's what that practice squad guy says. So he's probably in game shape. That's fine. But they're 12 and a half. The Eagles are 12 and a half. It's a divisional game. We're going to hear that now in the next 48 hours on different shows and stuff. Divisional game, blah, blah, blah. Nobody's saying take the points. Nobody is saying to take the points in either game. I think, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to pass up 12 and a half points if you have to bet the game. This is what happens, right, with the, with the whole product. I think you're really, by 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 still forcing the games to go on, you're drawing interest away from a lot of those games to the big games, right? Like there's only now, um, I used to say, it, you know, we used to see handle, you know, you see handle in the NFL. December's a slow month anyway. People are getting Christmas presents and planning New Year's and whatever they're doing. So like there's games, Arizona, Detroit, Washington, Philadelphia, Carolina, Buffalo. 
Big spreads, what do you do with them? You do nothing. You don't do any handle on those mm. games in the book. But you do gigantic handle on Cincinnati-Denver because it's a competitive game. So mm. when you remove the competitive part from the games, it affects what you do in the book too. The benefit of being the better is you don't have to do anything except watch the game. You don't, In fact, go to a movie. Like, what are you number doing? One weapon. Number one weapon we got versus the book. Oh, we right. don't have to bet it. No. We can just watch. Or attack it. it like props, you know. Or bet it, it live. I, I mean, I, I think a oh, lot of this. Betting live is huge. I've been telling everybody this week when they're asking me, like, what am I doing? I'm saying I'm betting games live. Like, I'm yep. just, I, I don't think it's worth getting involved pregame until we have any idea what Washington looks like. If Nick, if all of a sudden if Gilbert comes in and he's like, whoop, whoop, you're like, okay, this dude's, he's slinging it. He looks good. Or if Nick Mullins comes in and he's fumbling the football and tripping over himself and it's like, okay, the Raiders are going to kill this team. I, I just think live is the way to do this. I, I just don't think it's really for a lot of these games. I'm not sure it's worth getting involved pregame. For the only reason. If you have the in-game option, and so if you live in a state with apps, you have the in-game option. The only reason I've been telling people this now for a year, and it's really starting to people are starting to go, you know what? You're probably right. If you see a number pregame that you do not think you're going to see in-game, then make a play. But like the NBA and a college basketball, like most of the time, you're gonna either get that number or better on either team before or during the game. So you don't have to, to get it. Now, the problem is the pregame limits are much bigger, and you have to right. multiple bet in-game when you're betting limit plays. And, I mean, we got right. people listening to the show that bet yeah. limit plays. And for the people that don't know, you know, the NFL limits in a lot of books is $50,000 or $100,000 on a game. You can't bet that in game. You can't. You you can't bet. There's too much time, or, or not enough time, and the lines are fluid and moving. And no books are. I mean, listen, I can't say no books are taking it because some books, some books are that I know of, but they're not. They're not in the United States. Let's put it that. Way. <laughs> but <laughs> they're they're doing it anyhow. That's why you would bet at pregame, and and you're right. Like just play it in game. I think you feel more confident, right? Don't you? Yeah. Well, at least you can see the weather. You can see the way the teams are approaching. Are they playing up tempo? Are they running every play? You know, are they aggressive? Are they playing more conservatively? Like what, what, what is the game plan? You can get a feel after the first 10 or so plays to kind of go, all right, now I kind of see what's happening. And, and, and frankly, sometimes if you like the over or the under, like we saw last night, the end game under came way down and then obviously everyone who bet the in-game over hit so it hit right you know halfway through the fourth quarter it came in so you can potentially get yourself in that situation where if you like the over or the under you can also get involved after the first couple of series or the dog or the favorite depending on how the line moves so i i just think it's 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 a good it's a good line move uh let's see that number no good wow so okay so we're at the half toledo is leading 17 14 both teams have missed field goals mtsu just missed a end of half 40 yard field goal so i'm on toledo minus 10 in this game okay so we had uh toledo with a slow start but the lead by three at the break so minus 10 still alive but oh you're fine like this say, is this yeah. This is no reason to sweat yet. We got all this yet, time yeah. left, and it's in the Bahamas Bowl, which has been a crazy bowl game in years past. How much stock do you put into all of like the bowl game trends and things like that when you handicap these things? Because I tell people all the time, the trends are your friends until they're not, 
And like what happened in the last 10 Bahamas bowls? No, like, I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. No, I try very hard to avoid those types of if these two teams haven't played before in this bowl game, I don't really care what happened before. Like I used to argue with people a lot about that bowl game in San Diego. Um, holiday bowl. Holiday bowl, right? Oh, every year, bet the over, bet the over. It goes the over. over. I, was, I was like, well, that's because of the types of teams that are going to the holiday bowl. Yes. And and, and the conferences are coming out of, and mostly the Pac-12 and, and Big the whack, 12, and the WAC yeah, and, and yeah, Mount years. West. Yeah. And like, yep. these are up-tempo offenses. No one's, no, no one's playing defense. Correct. So like, I'll understand that that's the type of offense in plays in teams that go there. So, okay. I might pay attention to those types of trends, but like MTSU in the Bahamas bowl or Toledo in the Bahamas bowl, uh, this game used to be played on Christmas day. Now it's being played two weeks earlier. So like, you know, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't care what happened previously. You know, I, I laid the 10 with Toledo because I think Toledo's a better football team. So, I mean, MTSU needs to get turnovers. They're one of the I think, top five in the country in turnovers. Toledo does not turn the football over all that much. I think they're top 20 and not turning the ball over. Right. So as long as, long as the, that doesn't happen big here, I, I think I'll be okay. Um, but, you know, three-point lead at the break. We'll see how that, how, how, how that goes. You're wearing a hat for the Warriors here. So I'm guessing you like the Warriors tonight on the road against my Celtics. Uh, any concern now? Boston is without Al Horford. However, now we know that Jordan Poole has COVID for the Warriors, and he is out tonight. Minus three for the Warriors. And he, I'm, I'm guessing you like Golden State tonight. I wore it because, you know, we might have people watching the show that – <laughs> like the Warriors, you know, I'm just trying to keep in a good graces with them. But I love the gear, and I, I really like the hat. Do I like the minus four at Boston? It's up to four now? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, Even with the pool news, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it Horford, Horford's significant. I'll, 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 I'll give you that. It's a big loss for Boston. Uh, this might be one of those ones we talk about, you know, waiting in-game. I think um, might be able to wait in game and bet this thing. If I have to pick a side pregame, I'll probably pick the Warriors. I okay. just think that, you know, this is one of those volume games. Like it's 216 and a half. Seems low. Seems low. I think this is an over. But Brown oh, and Tatum playing for Boston. So, yeah. I mean, so I, I think. It feels like it should be 220, 221, somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't, I mean, there's hasn't been much movement. And I, I think the the impact of the players out, um, I don't know. Like, how can we weigh that until we actually see the game being played? Right. So yeah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. When does State. Steph go? When does Steph go off? When, when do we have it's coming? It might it's be coming. tonight. It might be it's, tonight. It's coming. It's, it's, I, it's I I'm tempted to go back to the well and stick my foot and get it chopped <laughs> off again. Is it five and a half? Are they gonna uh, t- test against let's, again? Let's look if it's five and say, a half. I'm gonna say it's six and a half. I, my, my, Do my you think, be, yeah. I th- my number is five? It's probably five and a half with the juice over again. Without looking, yep. we'll look yep. now. You're absolutely right. Minus yep. one twenty, five and a half. That's over. it. Five and a half minus one twenty. But the, you, you you touch the stove, you get burned once. You touch the stove, you get burned again. Do you want to go over again and just I do. go? You do. I do. This, is, this I, is the mentality of all of us. We, we I, all have. I used to say, 
we all have the sickness and meant it in a kind way. <laughs> now yeah. I can't really say that because of everything right. going on in the world. You can't even joke about that. Right. But we all have that itch that needs to be scratched in this <laughs> business. How about that? Okay. So last question before we get to better to book it here. Yeah. So you have three daughters. I have one daughter. Yes. Okay. Yep. So watching Tiger play with his son, Charlie, oh. your daughters play sports. Yes. My daughter may not play sports. If your daughter did not play, your daughters did not play sports at all. And they were yeah. totally anti and they don't like sports at all. Would you ever have that, that moment of like watching Char Charlie and Tiger play and be like, damn, that's pretty cool. I have it anyway. Yeah. You do? It, it, okay. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I love seeing parents and kids interact and doing what we do as parents, you know, I mean, there ain't no one in your house that gives a crap about what you do. Like they, they, they don't want to share it yet, but they're getting close. They're getting uh, close. Cause we're, ah, we're doing this stuff and we keep doing stuff some point, you know, at least one of the girls will probably come and my sit wife with us is, in the studio. Yeah, my wife is interested. My my daughter likes being on stage, so she likes cameras. She same. likes attention. Okay, so same. you put Maddie. Yes, yeah, so Madeline likes to Kendall, be, same thing. Yeah, so like you put her on the camera. Oh, okay, like she likes that. Right. She got. She just recently got freaked out because she realized people are listening and watching and in her brain, it was just like me and her talking. And then like one time when I was doing radio, I put my headset on her and my producer said, we're back in 30. And she was like, wait, what? She's like, somebody's <laughs> somebody like, else totally freaked her out that like there was somebody actually like on the other side, right. a human, a human being was actually that she didn't know right. was listening to what she was saying and it totally <laughs> flipped her out. So like she's had a little stage fright recently about that. Right. But, like she, she understands betting to a point where she's asking the right questions now yeah. at seven. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I mean, this is like, she knows my moods and she'll know my, uh, especially on Saturdays and Sundays, <laughs> she'll know, she'll know what's going on. Daddy's happy or sad. And she'll walk right. up and she goes, she goes, who'd you bet on? Which team do you like? Which color do you like? Which team right. do you have yep. money on? And she'll look at the score and she'll like, are you doing well? And I'll, and I'll explain the whole thing. Teresa, my wife just started to get a little bit interested because like, I would say to her, Hey, make a pick. And then I'd go and like tell on Twitter, I'd be like, Hey, here's my wife's pick. You want to yeah. fade or follow it? Go yeah. ahead for fun. So she's now getting into the parlay side of things. So she's going to, the, she went to the dark side already and she always bets on the Patriots and she always bets on the Raiders. <laughs> like she's just completely betting with her head, but she hit one her first time. It was a Patriot Raiders parlay. And she hit it. So now she's thinking like, Hey, can I make that bet again? Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is what we have to do at some point. We're going to bring them and do the, like the VIP kind of booth at one of the books and we'll hang out and we'll bring the girls, you know, our cool. wives yep. and let them feel that energy and see it. And obviously, you know, send them to the window. Like Jess is a pro I've had her kind of be my runner beard, all this. Other Whoa, stuff. So, oh, she's yeah. She, all she, right. she can work in a risk room. Like she, <laughs> she, she makes lines and she has picks and, and, and the kids do it now. Cause when we go to, you know, softball tournaments, we'll watch the other pitchers warm up and, and stuff. And they'll go, coach Dave, what's the, what's the over under. And I'll look at the other pitcher and I'll, and I'll watch our pitcher warming up. And I'm like, uh, six and a half overs favored minus one thirty, And they're like, Oh really? Was it because of us or them? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, well, if she don't warm up good, it's going to be because of us giving up the runs, you know? <laughs> and so we, we, we wire it into everyday life. Nice. So to circle it all back, seeing tiger, play with his kid 
is just a, a, a proud parent moment to share anything with your kid is great. Yeah. And I've learned as I was younger, my dad used to have this saying, Dave, it's all about the time. And I didn't understand it while he was young. And then as I got older, time is the most perishable commodity we have, right? And all these little ones want is time. So if you can do something with them that they love and you love, you want to go play tennis? Well, I'm not really a big fan of tennis. Sure, let's go. So Tiger gets to share what he loves most with his kid. And his kid, I mean, his kid looks like he could be a player now. Like, it's it's awesome. I love it. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. There's an old line. If you know, not, not that I'm a Buddhist, but the Buddha once said the biggest mistake human beings make is that we have time. We think we have time and we really don't. We don't, <laughs> we don't uh, have we don't have time. So, yeah, yeah, the more the more you can do, the more that you can spend, the more opportunities you have to have those moments. Take it, grab it and run with it. So, amen. Yeah, I'm a totally agree with that. Okay, so let's get to better or book it. Uh, by the way, according uh, Carl's being our, our our news desk today, so I appreciate it. Uh, telling us that the NFLPA and the NFL currently meeting about moving the Raiders game to Tuesday. Like I said, so that's the smart move. Move that game to Tuesday. Yeah. Don't play it Saturday. Move it to wow. Tuesday. Wow. What happens? Okay. By the way, okay, just from a betting implication, if I'm already sitting on a ticket right now for Raiders or Browns, and the game moves to Tuesday, I got to re bet right. It's, 40, um, it's 48 hours. That you, you have, yeah, like if, if any book that I ever worked at, you'd have to rebet it. It had to be played by Monday night. If it was played Tuesday, oh, sucks. it was oh. a refund. But like some books, how many people have a middle, by the way? What's how many people, how many people have a middle? How many people have bet plus six and oh. a half rate? Six and a half Raiders and four and a half Browns oh, were sitting on a 10 point oh, middle. Oh, oh and lot. then they got to rebet it. Oh, that, yeah. And that's all gone. Like, that's a dream. <laughs> that's an absolute dream middle. And yes, like in the total, when I mean, they have under 43, 44 and a half, whatever it was, and over 37. Um, wow. That's, and that's a nightmare process. Check your house rules if you have a ticket on this game right now and see just so you're prepared uh, and you don't think you have action when you don't or you don't rebet it when you don't have to. It could be either or. So you got to check your house rules. Yeah, house rules are, are so, so important right now. You've got to know oh, yeah. what your book is going to do. The vast majority of the books that you're betting with are going to make you rebet, and that's going to suck yes. all that value and oh. proper. Because I've had two friends of mine who have said, Hey, I bet Raiders plus six and a half. You know, should I come back and bet the Browns now? I'm like, Yeah, just yes. wait for that line to climb, though. Like, yeah. let's see how high you can get it and then go ahead and bet the other side and then just sit back and hope the game falls in between. Yeah. And he's like, okay, okay. And now, man, they lose both bets or, or, oh, that's too, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that, 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 that's horrible. All yeah. right. Time now for better to book it. This is Do where it. Dave comes in and says whether he likes my plays or not. Yes or no. All right. We have one bowl game going left for today. Northern Illinois up against Coastal Carolina, everyone's favorite Chanteliers. High flowered off, high flying offense has not been as high flying as it's been in years past. Northern Illinois had no business being as good as they were this year in the Mac. No. However, they play close games all the time. Like every mm -hmm. game they play is a one score game. I think this number is too high betting it or booking Northern Illinois plus 10 and a half. Oh, normally I would say, yeah, let's take the dog and just, you know, stay on your side, but I'm going to book this one only because the Chanticleers, the coastal Carolina 
Chanticleers score so much. And I don't think Northern Illinois is going to be able to score. The total in this game is up to 62 and a half or 63. So I'm going to go coastal in a blowout. Um, I'll, I'll book it and, uh, and lay the points with this couple of more stats to give you why I like Northern to keep this game close. Northern eight, four and one to the number this year, Yep, five and two to the number on the road. Northern has been a dog in a variety of games this year, and they've won games outright beat Georgia, they beat Georgia tech as a 19 point dog. They won the game by one. They were two, they were 13 point dogs to Toledo. They won the game by two. Yep. They were three point dogs to ball state. They won the game by one and they were three and a half point dogs in the Mac championship game to Kent state. And they won by 18. Everyone is under appreciating. It's crazy. Northern, they they are. I mean, they're nine and four straight up on the season. They're eight, four, and one. They have a better against the spread record than Coastal. Coastal. Does. By without a doubt. Coastal is six and six against the number because the right. public loves betting coastal. So well, that's and why I think the numbers, numbers have inflated. been so high. The, the, yeah. and, and this this may end up being that exact thing, an inflated number. I believe favorite. it is personally. Yes. Should yeah. be seven. I think the line should be seven. It's ten and a half. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. I think I, I think Northern's live. I think they'll, they'll be live in this game. I really do. I think it could be a high scoring game, but I'll take Lombardi and company to go sling it around and, and, and go represent the Mac here and come in and maybe even shock the world here. Sixty three and a half. You better have that. Uh, you better have that scotch handy. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What if this is a blowout by halftime? Are you going to be like, what, what are we doing this afternoon? You're going to be you, you yeah. go go light. Yeah, I'll 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 find things. I I, I got to punch a bag at the house. So if if I got to go hit the bag, I go hit the I go, I go hit the bag. Work on, that, work on that jab jab hook combo. Yeah, if I have to. Oh. All right, I'm fading your Steelers. Titans minus one and a half on Sunday. Okay, I. Don't think this line that Mike Tomlin as a dog is an auto play in particular, because the number now is one and Mike Tomlin might go off as a favorite with how much money is coming in he here on the Steelers. Favorite. Yep. He is perfect. Yeah. Titans win the game outright. I'll lay the one and a half betting in or booking the Titans Sunday against the Steelers. Book guy, me, I can't get away from this. This is another one. Oh, the Steelers guy and you too, by the way. No, no, no. I don't care about that. (laughs) Like, honestly, I would tell you, I'd be the first one to tell you that I don't think they got a shot. I pick against the Steelers all the time. I'm good with it. But not not this one. I don't know who the Titans are. I mean, without Derrick Henry, they've been good. They've been, eh, they, but the Steelers get points at home. Taking the great, points. great stat from my guy, Alan Bell at CBS sports, who lives in Nashville. Mike Vrabel is seven and zero straight up in the week following a win over Jacksonville. Really? Mm-hmm. They get right against Jacksonville. Something happens in those, in, in those games. They, they just got won. right last week. Shut out. Urban fired, blew, blew everything up. He, he shook hands with him. Like he didn't know him. And they, they, they were on the same staff together. I mean, like, yeah. um, this might be the get right game. This might be, I mean, the Steelers end of the season with a loss here. I mean, six and seven, six, seven, Seems, and one. I think, and, I think it's already over anyway. But, but yeah, I but do too. The Steelers I'm aren't the, making the playoffs. There's so no I'm on chance. the under, I'm on under eight and a half wins for the Steelers. They lose this game. They're not getting over. I'm on over nine and a half wins for the Titans. They Ooh. win this game. They get to 10. So it c- cashes that ticket. So 
I'm on. I have all sorts of things going on with these two teams. Are the Titans one of your teams, though, that, that you can't get right? It's the Texans and the Bills, right? Those are the, correct. Those are your yeah. teams. Titans I'm okay. fine with. I, I do. I do. I do, I, I do well with the Titans. Um, okay. I mean, look, everyone's going to go no A.J. Brown, no Derrick Henry. I understand that. They got Julio right. Jones back. Julio Jones looked pretty good last week running around, catching passes. Ryan Tannehill running the football. I like that a lot. Uh, Devontae Foreman is an okay running back. He's not outstanding, but he's okay. Offensive line, good enough. Defensive line, the difference in my mind. I think they take away. It's really hard to run on the Titans. One-dimensional offense for the Steelers is bad news because that means Big Ben's back there as a statue, and they yes. get him, and they come after him, and they hammer him. Bet the under Big Ben half a yard rushing in this game. He will not have any rushing yards whatsoever. Prop bet is probably like minus 190 <laughs> for this game, but Big Ben under half a yard rushing will hit again. It's hit like you know, seven times this year. It'll yeah. hit again, yeah. and I think he's in for a really long day. I'll I, again, I don't like it. And sometimes in the book, you have to take bets that you don't like. <laughs> I'm going to book it. I'm going to take the Steelers at home. And then we can talk about it on Monday when we come back and you can go, <laughs> look, I told you and you're right. You did tell me, but I wouldn't use this game in a contest. Like you're not going to use this game in a contest. Are you? This is, this is, a hard I don't know. Game. I mean, I, I already, I always against have... the world. This is going to be probably one of the top five selections, the Steelers side. So yep. I don't know where you're at, but you can play strategy wise and just not pick it and let let everybody lose. And, you know, you, you don't pick the game or you pick the game and it's almost like a two point swing overall if you get it right. But if you lose, then you, you really get behind the eight ball in the last quarter. Go forward. Last two are teasers. One Patriots plus eight and a half Bengals plus eight and a half. Oh, we're betting that. How does that Ooh. lose? Which side? Because the Pats plus eight and a half. There's no way they lose this game by more than seven points. There's, okay. I mean, like, there's. I, I don't think that one. The Bengals is the one I'm worried about. You? Uh I mean, look, I, I think whenever I'm betting, I'm worried about every side. So there's nothing. I'm, I, I, I think because the Broncos, I understand that they're playing better. I'm just not buying the Broncos, and I am a. Bengals truther in a lot of ways. Like I like this Bengals team a lot more than most people. I, I like Joe Burrow a lot. I hate Zach Taylor. As we've talked about on this show oh, already, I have a flaming raging cool. hatred of him. But so with that being said, you still like the Bengals. Yeah. Because I think they win despite their head coach. Oh, okay. I think they win the game outright. I do. I, I think that they go into They're mile high life. I agree with you. So I, I think they can win the game outright. And I, I think they understand where they are in Denver's defense. And I, I just, I don't, I think people are sleeping on the defense for the Bengals a bit. I think Burrow and company goes in there and they just start lightening things up and throwing it around. So Pat's eight and a half Bengals, eight and a half. That's, Minus. that's totally against the market move. You see this, right? Like it's, it's a solid three and in, in a heavy three mm-hmm. in some places. Now they're betting oh, Denver. Yeah, good. They're Perfect. betting Denver. So. FanDuel is still at two and a half. So that's what I would. That, okay, what yeah, I was using. So that's good. Okay, yeah, so, uh, it's it's going up. So like, if you're if you want to grab wait. the maximum points, wait. I think well, nine. Yeah. I love obviously nine. Okay. Nine and a half is even yeah. better. I mean, I don't know if it goes over three, but I would love. Well, it's. I mean, it's in a couple places. It's already minus three, minus one fifteen. Ooh. Um, which means that if they continue to take these bets, it might have to go to three and a half, which then, you know, you getting nine and a half is, is great. Even but better. I, I'll, I'm betting this one. We're, we're, we're on that. I like it. And the last one is a same game teaser. 
You said you like oh, the Patriots a lot, eight and a half. Did you Pats go under? Indy, yeah, under. Pats Indy under fifty one and a half. Patriots plus eight and a half. Same game tomorrow. Teaser. I'm betting that too. Ooh. I like the under in the game. So when you move the total up and go under, I mean that's like that's a book guy move. It's nobody really likes to do that, but I like that a lot. And you take the dog and add their points and get them over to key number seven and eight. You get eight. So 28 to 20, we can get there, right? Like that yep. can be that's that's excellent. Um what beats us there? I Pat mean, lose by 10. Right. Like the, the total. If the, Pats, if the Pats can't, no, 51 and a half is good. I mean, that's, that's I, good. That, right. That that's is solid. really solid. Like yeah, that, that's it's, solid. It's, it's just, this is going to be, I cannot see this game being, I cannot see this game getting over 50 points total. I cannot see that. I mean, I think 45 and a half is not bad. I just think that it, I can give the Patriots eight and a half points. And in case it gets a little wonky and the game goes a little bit haywire, pick sixes and, defensive scores or punt returns or touchdowns or whatever, we can absorb one of those that could blow the 45 and a half that gets us to like 48, 49. And we can keep it. We, we, we can still be live for an underplay. Yeah. On eight and a half. Yeah. I don't, so. I mean, the Colts aren't winning a shootout. There's no way this game is a shootout. And the Colts are winning a shootout. The Patriots. I don't think, I don't think it is a shootout. Like, I don't think, I mean, but you're right. 31 to 10 could be actually possible with the Patriots just that's stopping the run game and then that's two turnovers and then yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I can see the logic though. I mean I don't think it happens, but I see that I see where he's going. Pat's up of a bye. I feel like everybody in the content space, everybody, I mean even Patriot people who are in the content space are taking the Colts. I'm seeing I haven't seen anyone I think everybody's afraid of being perceived as that public player. Like by oh, taking just, by taking the Patriots, yeah, I think everybody wants to be perceived as like I'm going against it, the world and the market, and I and you know I'm I'm going to be Mr. Sharp. I told you about the Bills and but or I told you about the uh, about the Colts and well, this happened I, with the Bills game. This yeah. happened with the Bills game. Like it was the right. game. Like I mean, I really thought the Bills, when you look at their schedule and the way it played out, that was the game they had to win, and I thought they would win, and then the wins were what they were, and and like. The Bills just couldn't figure it out, and the Patriots ran the ball until they wanted to run the ball more and ran the ball more. Like the Patriots, dare I say it? Do they become the Super Bowl favorite in the AFC? Because they're not right now because of Kansas City. No, they they never will be. No, they won't be. They don't jump them. No, uh, -uh, I don't see it. Not only because the the Chiefs just won on prime time, and the Chiefs are. I, I just this, the public still is in love with Mahomes. I mean, it's it's and I, I can't see it. They'll be right behind him, though. I mean, it, it'll be it'll be a close race. I just I think KC is going to be the the odds on favorite here for the next couple of weeks. Who has home field right now if they play Patriots? Do the Chiefs go to the Patriots and be favored in the AFC championship right now? Oh, that's a great question. Right now, I would say yes. But by the time we got there, if the Patriots are 14 and four and the Chiefs are 14 and four uh, and they both meet in the in the AFC championship game, knowing Belichick having home field and what he does when he has a bye, I think the Pats are probably minus three. Probably. I I mean, it, it, it could be fascinating. It'll be one of those studies where it's like, all right, I would literally throw the game up pick. 
and just yeah. let the betters bet. Just let just let move. the betters yeah. bet. Just 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 you guys tell me because I think we'll be able to bounce on the one one and a half both ways. Yeah, I agree. and and just right business. I mean, it would be enormous for handle if that's what it is. Oh, it would be. It would I mean, be. I just here's oh. here's here's what I don't want. Okay, as as somebody, if if you and I do end up going to L.A. and we're still trying to figure out if we're going to the Super Bowl or not, or going during during the week or whatever, we're trying to figure that whole thing out as the show just started. But if we are in L.A., if it's Patriots Bucks, <laughs> I I don't know. We're gonna have to stay in San Diego. There's gonna uh, be millions of people there for that. I don't don't know what to do. I I mean <laughs> I I don't know what to do. I, I will be. Torn is not even the right word oh. for what I will be that week. If I have to talk about that every single day and I oh. have to talk about Mac Jones and I have to talk about Brady and Belichick. And I mean, you want to talk about the biggest game in the history of games. I mean, there's nothing that can will ever compare to that. That is the dream of Roger Goodell to have that game. And in Los Angeles, on top of that, like not only is it Patriots bucks, but it's in the number two media market. Goodness gracious. We talked That's... about it on the podcast. We, Adele's here now. She's she's going to have a residency. We could just bring her right over to LA and sing all the commercials live. Like it will be it will be the biggest production ever in, ever. in most watched television show. Um I said it a couple of weeks ago in an article. Forget the MASH finale. That was the most watched television show. All the Super Bowls are the ones only above that. This would be the most watched Super Bowl hands down of any uh, the storylines just please no just no just absolutely not please take no. it i can't deal with it absolutely not one or the other <laughs> one or the other okay let me let me just have one or the other okay patriots or bucks one of the not both that's that's you'd root for tampa right you'd have let to root me, for tampa let me bet out. against let, tampa kc again let me bet against Mahomes again i'll be beautiful i'll be all, i'll be all about it like let me go make some more money <laughs> I went, I went, you know, I went eight, you know, in the Super Bowl last year. Last year was a good Super Bowl for anyone that had Tampa and some props against Kansas City. You had a lot of, yeah, the negative result props ended up really, really well for like the books and anyone like you that bet them. Yeah. And I had a horrific, horrific playoffs betting. And then it all turned back. in the Super Bowl, it all turned. But I I didn't bet as heavy as I had bet leading in. So, I didn't clean up the way I, if I had just flat wagered like I always do, right. but I was getting my teeth kicked in. So I was like, all right, I'm going to have eight bets and they're all going to be a quarter <laughs> unit and let's just see what happens. <laughs> and so I ended up winning like three and a half units on the game, but like I, I was down like six going into the Go game. Get, so, yeah. Yeah. It was a rough you know. playoffs for a lot of people and a lot of people got right with the Tampa win. The I books too. Yeah. Uh, before we before we get to uh, the best thing today, uh, NFLPA NFL discussing postponing multiple games this week, according to Adam Schefter, multiple games. So careful on your tickets, careful oh, on your betting. Man, I've only bet I've only bet the Titans. I haven't bet anything else today for for Sunday. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for everything. Like I'm going all the way right up until I'm not betting until Sunday. Like uh, even on even on the pocket, even on the juice on, on the daily juice, I'm going to say, look, <laughs> here's where. Here's where I'm going to bet as long as it stays as is, but we have, this is so crazy. Like I'm waiting for like the entire offensive line for the Patriots to be out Saturday. Are you doing, are you doing it live Sunday? Anything you do that live stream and all that stuff? Yeah. Yep. I mean, because right. All right. And and I'm on Sunday um, on, on the grid. Like it's hard doing the content on Sunday 
with all of this movement. And now oh, you're yeah. talking about games being like, how about, how about people, how about, how about people who are in their fantasy playoffs this weekend? Oh, I'm so glad that I removed fantasy from my life a few years ago because you imagine that. This, no, I cannot. No, <laughs> it, 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 and big like money, about, big money term, big, but like, like, you know, big what, money daily fantasy yes. or fantasy fantasy stuff is this weekend for playoffs. I used to be in a league with a guy. It was two times a week, a week. Ooh. Yeah. This was, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was crazy. He was like, I, I need like you it. to, I need you to be my partner consultant. I'm like, I don't have $2,000. I just graduated college. I'm like, I don't have $2,000 a week. I can't pay you $1,000 a week to be in it. He's like, no, 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 we're going to win. Oh, okay. So I had a percentage and all that stuff. If it came down to this, I I mean, oh. you did it all season and put yourself in this position to have your lineup ready to go. And you got great matchups. And now they're going to move games or may not play. I got, my guy got COVID. I ain't had a backup for three weeks because my guy's been playing. Oh, that'd be terrible. Oh, it's just absolutely correct. Terrible. Uh, okay. Before we wrap, best thing about today is what, Dave? Um, apparently, the best thing about today is this Spider Man movie is out. And are you going? Uh, it sounds like I am. And, and again, Ooh. I'm not um, a huge, I love comic books, but I actually read comic books when they were comic books. So seeing movies and stuff now sometimes. Oh, eh, eh, eh. uh, really? So you yeah. don't just like, if you go to a, Mar- a Marvel movie, will you stay to the end credits and watch the final scene? Afterwards? Always. I, I, I'm the last person to leave okay. the movies every time, hoping Why? that there's something. I don't know. From the time I've been a little kid, I always stay huh. to the end. So interesting. Now we always, when we go to a sporting event, we're the last people to leave. The ushers are like, you got to go. Like, so this is what we do as a family. And remind me never to go to a game with you. You won't like it. (laughs) You will not like it. We we, we stay, we let everybody leave. And then, and then we go to the car and leisurely walk to the car. So there's minimal traffic. We're not, I I used to beat the traffic when I was, when I was young, like my dad was that guy who's like, Two minutes to go in a Penguin game because we had season tickets, and he's like, "It's more than a one goal game. We're gone." Oh, well, yeah. but Dad, what if they said, "Let's go"? I didn't see the end of a hockey game for years. I listened wow. to a post game show. Guys like you were doing post game were vital to me yes. driving home. Like it was huge. <laughs> but best thing about today is that Kendall has been fighting this thing off and on. This allergic reaction, this and that, says to me yesterday, "Can we go see the Spider Man movie?" What do you think? Of course. of course, at some course, yes, we're going to go. So we may see the matinee today, um, oh, I love or matinees. we may plan uh, a matinee tomorrow there you um, go. And, and just get it done. And now that that game's maybe postponed, it'll be even better. For me, uh, this is uh, it happened this week, but I, I just I, I, I didn't I didn't bring it up. And it just I've been seeing these pictures. I've lived all over the country. And so I could have moved to Kentucky, but for the folks who are dealing with the tornadoes that were destroying buildings. And then this guy this week who drove his smoker to Mayfield, Kentucky, and he set it up and he just started making food for people just out of the goodness of his heart. And when they stopped in the news report, like, what are you doing? Why are you here? And he was just like, I got to help. I got to figure out. I got a smoker. I got food. I'm making food. Who needs to eat? Just kind of like, I don't know. It hit me. I've been thinking about that guy for the last like two or three days going like, those are the people we need a lot more of that. We need yeah. a lot more people out there that are just saying, you know, Hey, I got something more than what you got right now. 
And so I can, I can give you something and I can help you get through a real crap time. And there's a lot of people going through some real crap times right now. Yep. And one of my wife's coworkers, dad just passed away from COVID yesterday. And it's just families are hurting. It's Christmas. And those families have nothing. They've lost everything. Families, businesses, history, pictures, all gone in a blink. And they didn't, some of them didn't even know it was coming. They weren't even prepared for it to come. So I, I just think that there's people in the world like that, that, that makes me feel like, I don't know, we're, we're I think we're going to, we're going to be okay, but I want more people like that guy in Kentucky that showed up making food for everybody with a big, amen. Smoker. Amen. So. Yeah, that's great. Uh, you making anything on the smoker this weekend? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the price of the meat these days, but like it, it's the brisket that I smoked the other day was supposed to be like $60. It was 120. And like, it just gets to this point where like, this is crazy. Like the, everything is so wild. So like I, I'm making wings for the, for, 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 for the games tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm smoking anything. The Patriots play on Saturday. So I'm making wings and, and, and food, making a whole spread for the Patriot game. So that's what I'm planning on doing. Is that still a big day at the house? It's like the Patriot game. I mean, it's, it's, it's the whole day standalone, centered around yeah, it. Standalone yeah. Patriot yeah. games okay. are st- yeah. it's like this, like Monday night, yeah. Thursday night, right. Saturday night. Right. And it's just, right. just the Patriots and that's it. Oh yeah. It's full spread. It's, <laughs> you know, bottles of wine right. and it's a right. whole, like we are the wine and cheese house. So like we will uh-huh. do a, a whole, Okay. Cold board. We'll have two bottles of wine going, and we'll all this. My that's the one time like my wife actually like like watching. She likes watching the Patriots when it's just like there's nothing else on. She right. hates it on Sunday when I've got the octo box going on. Can't do it. And, I, and I'm watching. She's just like she stares at the you TV. And she's like, like, what are you? Doing? I can't. What, where's the sound? <laughs> Why? Wait. What game are you watching now? We're gonna like, take it to the book. We'll take it to uh, the book. Like I'm watching them all. Like I, I have money yeah, on all of them. Like I have a pick, either a contest pick or money on all the games we're watching and she's like, it's too, cha- this is too chaotic. I can't do this. And so she goes, yeah, she, she walks away. So, all right, my friend, one week down, many yes, to go. Sir. I can't believe it. No. Uh, yeah. I was going to say the best thing about today was that we got a, a week in, uh, we completed, you know, one week of the show we got here, we did it. Thank you guys for listening, watching, you know, going back and forth on the Twitter. We got a guy making graphics for us. You know, by the end of the show, there's a graphic with something else. It's fantastic, man. And again, thanks to props and and yeah. Chris and Alk and the boys and everybody that did help make this happen. Been a great week. It's only week one. I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, I will say this before we wrap. A lot of you guys are wondering about the props prize pack. Okay. So that's right. Yes. Yes. So, so we have a bunch of entries into this where people, you can still enter. Okay. I'm going to pull this probably around one o'clock, four o'clock, one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern. If you've not subscribed to the YouTube channel, click subscribe to the props, YouTube screenshot it, DM me that picture and you're entered or go to Apple and leave a review. If you have an Android phone, I guess you can't leave an Apple review on an Android phone. I didn't know Apparently that. Apparently so. Yes, that is a problem. Yes. So, so that's why you just go to the YouTube channel and, and subscribe. And do that. Yep. And click, click, click you know, the, the quick screenshot and then send that to me and you're in or leave a review on Apple and give us a, a positive, negative review. doesn't matter. Just give us a review right. on Apple, screenshot it, DM me that. So you've got about an hour and a half to do it and I will pull a name. Give me a number 
Well, no, I'll text you for a number. And once I get the phone number of people in, I'll text you for the number and you can just pick it randomly and then I'll go because I've got it in order as to who's picked, who's been in. So, oh, okay. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll shuffle yeah. it all together and then I'll, 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 uh, announce the winner on Twitter coming up later on today for the, uh, it's, it's a men's prop shirt, a women's prop shirt, and then a bunch of prop swag, footballs and stickers and other. Yeah. It gets all that stuff made. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Patrick Everson. Yeah. Patrick Everson is yeah. going to be giving away. If you want to go see Patrick Everson in Vegas, you were in Vegas this weekend. Patrick Everson will be at the Westgate giving away very similar prize packs uh, for, from props.com. Coming prop up this weekend. swag bag on Sunday at Westgate. I at like Westgate. It. He's got a pod. He's got a whole little setup. Yeah. So Patrick, Patrick's going to be camped out at the Westgate all day on Sunday. Uh, Excellent. How many games we have? Who knows? Uh, the Browns just put three more players on the virus list and they signed Kyle Laletta to be their backup quarterback. for <laughs> Kyle Laletta. He used to be, he was a Pac-12 quarterback, um, had a cup of coffee with a couple different teams. So yeah, there you go. Oh, and Gaskins is now, oh, they're off the, Gaskins is off the list for the Dolphins. Okay. Oh, so he's, he can play. He's cleared. He can play. So he's off the list now. So he will play for the Dolphins coming up on Sunday. So it's last a, bet you got to make today. Will the NFL cancel a game this weekend? Yes, no. Which way are you betting it? Cancel or postpone? Postpone. Will a game be moved at some point in From the next their 48 spot? hours? Yes. 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 My, I'm voting yes. I'll bet yes on that. Yes. Saturday. Raiders Browns is not playing Saturday. I cannot see that game being played. There's no need to play that game on Saturday. None play played on Monday. Do a doubleheader on Monday, move it to Tuesday. Like there's just, there's no need okay. to make the Browns play this shorthanded when there is this much on the line for Cleveland. Right. They are right in the conversation for a playoff berth. They can win the division. They can win a and, division and they are down 20 players. I mean, that's <laughs> they're down 20 players in center. Uh, we'll see. All right, Hopefully. my friend. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You do the same. Talk to you later. For Dave Sherapin, I'm Matt Perrault. Subscribe to the Bostonian versus the book, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcasts. And we're always live on the YouTube channel for props.com. We'll talk to you Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern.